BC Teachers have agreed to a new contract, and I'm joined on the line now by the president of the BC Teachers Federation, Terry Mooring. Terry, how are you today? I'm well, thanks, Jeff. Good. So uh, I want to just start by, uh, you know, talking a little bit about this new contract that was uh, formally announced here this past week on Friday. uh, 98% of members were uh, notified that they had voted in favor of ratifying this new three-year deal. And I'm sure, you know, you're pretty happy to finally see this process get in the rearview mirror. Absolutely. It's been a really long haul and quite a contentious round as well. Uh, So it's been really nice to get it finished and have the ratification vote um, over and have it so strongly endorsed. And how, can you take me a little bit through that voting process? Because you had mentioned on uh, you know some of the uh, dialogue that I had seen about how it took place. It was quite a bit different. I mean, everything's a lot different than normal. But can you maybe tell me how this ratification vote was a little bit different than how no- things normally would have played out? Sure. Yeah. Normally, what we would do is our locals would all have meetings. We have 60 locals uh, in the province. They would all have meetings with their members, and they would talk about um, the vote and or the um, agreement. And then executive committee members would go to that um, meeting, and, and there'd be a lot of communication that way. And that was really hampered this time by the fact that we can't meet in person. And so we did a number. I did a number of we use go to meetings our platform for the BCTF. So I did a number of meetings like that. And and other executive members did as well. And then we had a provincial town hall. We haven't done that in the past, and, and mainly because, you know, we don't usually um, do do communication like that, but we did because of the unusual situation. And, um, and so that was really great. Um, and then we had a, a provincial online vote for the first time in our history. And uh, so every member uh, received their ballot electronically, and then they cast it. So very different uh, than it has been in the past. Um, now, I wanted to talk a little bit about or just sort of get some reaction to how long this thing played out. I mean, you've touched on it here very, very briefly, but like, I, like you know, when we've been kind of following this with uh, with you myself, um, you know, I've had you on many times where we talked about how, you know, we weren't hoping to go into the school year without a new contract. I mean, the contract expired mm-hmm. in June. Uh, your negotiations began, I believe, last January when you guys started having at least preliminary talks about a new deal. I mean, when this thing first started, did you ever think it would go on as long as it did? We, we really didn't anticipate this round being so contentious. Um, you know, for for one thing, we had a new government, and so we expected things to be different. Uh, and from, you know, start to finish, it was more than a year and a half. And so it was definitely a very lengthy process. Um, and what happened basically is, is government uh, finally at, at, at uh, one point, um, or the last point, I guess, uh, told the employer to take the concessions off the table once and for all. Um, they had kind of temporarily removed them a few times, but once that happened, then they, we were really uh, able to, you know, get down to actual bargaining, and we knew that would be the case. We That's why we were doing so much public lobbying, because we knew that we weren't going to get anywhere while the concessions remained on the table. Okay. Um, yeah, and you had mentioned that a number of times during our, our correspondence before, just, um, you know, that this was basically something you guys really weren't even, you know, looking at considering, right? When they put these concessions on the table, it uh, really slowed things down. Yeah, absolutely. And then in March, we were able to really buckle down for those two weeks, really, and really hammer out a deal. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, now, one of the things, of course, that's been uh, talked about quite a bit over the course of this negotiation was just the compensation that BC teachers get compared uh, to other jurisdictions here in, in Canada. And it looks like some progress has been made on that front. Um, you know, you, there was, a, I don't have the, the actual contract details in front of me, but I believe mm-hmm. it was a 2% wage increase um, each year. 
The, the mandate was two, two, and two. Yes. And, and our problem is that, you know, BC teachers are the second lowest paid nationally. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to achieve an additional 1% uh, starting uh, this uh, July. And so that's above the two, two, and two, which has, you know, it, it's a bit of a help. Um, and there's a potential because we have some um, other negotiations outside this collective agreement, like we're going to do it mid-contract. Um, so we have a, a potential to adding to that if we come to an agreement. Um, but uh, but right now it's the additional 1%. Uh, and, you know, uh, hopefully as we move forward, we'll be able to do some other things around recruitment and retention because that's still going to be an issue. And, and this contract certainly is not going to resolve our recruitment and retention issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what happens next? I mean, now that this deal is in place, and that's great, but uh, like you had mentioned, it took a year and a half to get this one done, uh, so it's retroactive, I believe, right to uh, to September, or uh, I guess it would technically be July. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you're looking ahead. There's only two, re- two years really left on this deal. I mean, how quickly would you like to see things get started on another round of negotiations? I know it's really nice to get things done, but um, these things just seem to, to keep coming up on a pretty rapid basis. Well, that's just it, Jeff, and that's that's why we were hoping to conclude this much more quickly. Um, and it's unfortunate that we didn't because it's not going to be very long. We we start our bargaining prep well in advance, as you can imagine, uh, with forty seven thousand members. And so, uh, you know, it's it's going to be not very long away that we're going to start about the next. You know, be talking about the next round, mm-hmm. and and certainly we'll be looking uh, to make up some gains that we didn't see this time. You know, a big one is equity of student learning conditions across the province. We have great inequities um, because all the language um, that was originally negotiated locally is quite different. And so, you know, it's been our contention that it shouldn't matter where a child goes to school in this province. Their learning conditions should be relatively equitable. So that is definitely something that we'll be looking for in the future. Okay. Um, now, I wanted to ask while I have you too, just a little bit about what's going on right now. I mean, uh, school is obviously being delivered in a very different way right now. Uh, just how are your teachers feeling? How are members of the BC Teachers Federation feeling right now about how things are going? I know it's, um, you know, just thing, everything's flipped upside down and it's not working as normal. It's been a little over a month now since teachers have really been, uh, you know, at home trying to do this uh, virtual learning of probably about six weeks now. I mean, are, are you hearing positive things at all about how this is kind of rolled out to this point still a lot of negativity around you know just the the difficulty it is to connect with students online just what what sort of messages are you hearing right now so I, I am hearing a lot of positives and, and really uh, good stories uh, from parents and teachers about the connections that are being made especially at this really difficult time so there's so much uncertainty uh, you know, in every single community, there's been uh, some layoffs, so families are, are, you know, in very difficult situations, and, and the isolation is very difficult as well. And so it's, it's a lot to deal with, uh, in addition to taking, you know, more than 600,000 students to remote uh, emergency remote learning. Um, so, you know, for, for some teachers, they had to learn all new platforms, and so in many ways, at the very beginning of this, it was almost like being a first-year teacher again for many uh, teachers. Even uh, just re-envisioning what this might look like remotely, you know, you can imagine that's very challenging. So teachers are doing the very best they can in a very difficult situation. And and I'm hearing lots of good things. I mean, at the end of the day, what we know is really important are those relationships with students. Students need to know, be connected.
connected to their uh, students, to other students and to their teacher and be a part of a learning community and that's happening. Uh, and, uh, you know, for our grade 12s, I know that uh, we're really focused on um, getting those graduation requirements uh, completed. And so it looks different depending on um, what grade a, a student is in right now. Um, and it also their access to Internet and to computers. We know a lot of families are also working from home. So it's it's quite challenging. Teachers are doing different things to connect with different students. And so, you know, many teachers are working many, many long hours to try to do that as you know in this environment and so i really appreciate the work that they're doing it's uh it's quite phenomenal what's happening right now and um and, and teachers have a lot to be proud of um are, are people ready to go back to the classroom and the only reason i ask is i see that uh, like in Kelowna, i know they're starting this week to, to send teachers back into the classroom for at least one maybe two days throughout the week i don't know you know how much um that's going to help with their ability to deliver uh classroom materials but uh, you know it, it, i would assume it wouldn't hurt to be in your actual place of, of learning to be able to uh, better prepare a lesson plan and things along those lines are, are teachers just really getting ready to go back to work because I, I just assume that the, you know once we see one school district start to at least slowly make that adjustment to start getting people back into the classroom we're going to see that roll out throughout the province as well well, it's starting to happen that teachers are starting to report for a day without students. Um, uh, various things are happening provincially. You know, we've been assured by government, and, and that's been really comforting that um, whatever is decided about education, whether uh, in-class uh, learning resumes in some modified way this spring, that it's all going to be led by the health data and um, by the science. And so Dr. Bonnie Henry is a, is a big part of that, and that's been good. Like, we really appreciated her really calm and cautious approach to all this and what's really going to need to happen in order for teachers and students and I think families to to feel like things are okay to go back is that there needs to be really strong health and safety standards um, across the entire province and they need to be uh, really clear to families and really clear to teachers what they are and so there's going to need to be some decisions made um, by the health officer in that regard uh, and that's has to drive everything is is people need to know that uh, that environments are safe and so that's very possible but there needs to be some provincial standards around that mm -hmm. well i think that exhausts my question list here terry anything else that you want to add while i have you on the line I, I think that's it. I'm just um, really proud of how teachers are really stepped up in awesome. these really difficult situations. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Always appreciate you taking the time. Uh, glad to hear a new contract's finally been worked out, so mm -hmm. we don't have to talk about that so much anymore. But uh, exactly. I look forward to uh, catching up and, and talking more about how we can resume school down the future. So thanks so much, Great. Terry. Appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Jeff. I appreciate it, too. That was the president of the BC Teachers Federation, Terry Moran.